welcome to our podcast, Collages of Cleverness, where you can enjoy weekly tutorials, reviews, art, and more. My name is Rosemary Nicole. Welcome back! In today's episode, sadly Malia cannot join us, but my mom, who has been on the podcast various times, will be joining us today to speak with us. We are sorry to bring you a car podcast. Today's episode will be partly recorded in the car because we have a very busy schedule. And if you're wondering why Malia can't be on this podcast, it is because she recently got her new puppy. And once she gets a chance to be back on here, she will talk a lot about it a lot. But I just know that it's very cute, but she's very busy with it. So she can't be on this week's edition, but we promise that she will be back sometime soon and soon in the near future so you can uh, expect uh, and look forward to that so today's episode uh, you will probably notice this by the title is about salsa dancing I hope that if you never heard about salsa dancing you still clicked on it and didn't think those weirdos why would they put the name of a dip on dance they don't know anything well salsa dancing is actually a, a type of dance and no, it's not where you dress up as chilies and slide around in hot sauce. I know that sounds really weird. But um, my mom is actually kind of an expert on salsa dance. I mean, not really. But she's more of an expert on as than, um, than we are. And she uh, likes to teach me sometimes. So, Mom, give us your definition of salsa dancing. Well, the salsa dance is... Involves music that is of a certain rhythm, certain beat. Yeah, if you there's heard the music at the beginning, then you would know um, that's salsa music. And so there's a certain set of steps that go with that. And so salsa is different than cha-cha-cha. It's different than mambo, tango, other kinds of ballroom dancing, um, uh, banda, etc. So salsa is just like a particular dance style, but there's a huge amount of, uh, of steps that can be done to salsa music. Perfect, and I just want to say before I continue, let me just make sure that I recognize uh, the shout out to the music that I was playing earlier. It is La Vida es un Carnaval by Celia Cruz, and um, yeah, so if you want to hear more of her music, my mom loves her music, so you can look her up on Spotify or wherever, uh, and yeah. Hi everyone. Wow. Oh my gosh. I am, uh, this doesn't really affect you guys, but I'm so sorry about this. Uh, we just recorded the whole thing and realized that the whole middle section, basically the whole interview didn't end up getting recorded. So I was really stressed about that. Uh, so we're going to try our best to recuperate all the things that we said, um, right now. Uh, and hopefully you guys enjoy it, but we're going to pick back up the interview, and once again, we're so sorry about that. And, um, okay, so once again, um, hi mom, thank you for being here a second time. I'm still right here. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I believe we were just talking about your definition of salsa, and how salsa works. Uh, will you tell us what you like about salsa dancing? First of all, I just love the music. Music just makes me feel alive and happy and excited about life. It can wake me up just when the first beats start coming on. Um, so that's probably one of the main things that I like. 
I've enjoyed going out to live shows and watching the band while they're playing and dancing in a crowd. Of course, that isn't happening with COVID and that really hasn't happened to me for me for a while, just with different life circumstances anyway. Mm -hmm. But that's what I like most of all is the beat, the music, and the feeling of moving to the music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and... Okay, so if there's some things that I forget, my mom's going to try and remind me because I forgot all of my questions. So we're trying to remember them. And um, that's what's happening. So, um, Mom, I remember that you were talking about... I don't remember. Okay, we're back. Also, I'd just like to mention, if you hear me repeating something that you said before, it's fine. You can just skip through that. It's uh, Or my mom. Uh, it's because uh, we might... We don't know exactly how much it deleted, uh, so we might forget that um, certain parts did get saved, so we're sorry about that. Um, but yeah, so mom, what is different uh, to you about salsa than other dances? Well, what stands out is the kind of music, for sure, and then salsa does have a certain step. That's the basic step is just uh, quick, quick, slow, quick, quick, slow, quick, slow and you can dance that forward, backward, side to side. You can use that as an aerobic workout or a Zumba class. You can dance by yourself. You can dance with a partner. And what I loved especially was dancing in a circle. It's called salsa rueda. Rueda means wheel. And this is like a Cuban style of folk dancing where somebody calls the moves and people are paired up but then they switch partners. Um, and it's a just a beautiful form of dance and really, really fun to dance with a whole crowd of people. Well, great. So, Mom, I know we've already answered this since we already did a take, but uh, all the listeners here don't know. So, is there any equipment that you need or that is maybe not required but is uh, helpful or better to have, such as shoes, special shoes, or anything that you need for salsa dancing for people who are looking for a low budget? Yeah, there's really nothing special. I mean, some people like to get dressed up to go out dancing and have heels or fancy clothes or whatever but I often went dancing just in tennis shoes and that's also what you'll see if you google um, salsa rueda in Cuba you'll you'll see people just breaking into dance on the streets just in t-shirts and jeans and tennis shoes yeah, I think that's a great thing about this dance because some dances have to be more, um, you know, organized and, like, you can't really, if you uh, don't have something choreographed, you can't just improvise as well, as easily, uh, at, yeah, from what I can don't, see. You certainly don't need ballet shoes, toe shoes, leotards, you know, all of the kind of expensive equipment that can come with studying ballet. Yeah. Uh, so, I also just wanted to add, um, to what my mom was saying about how it's different. I feel like a lot of, uh, I, I mentioned this earlier, but you guys, that got deleted, so. A lot of dances, I don't think, of course there are certain dances that have, uh, styles of dance, types of dance, that definitely have something harder about them that are maybe more difficult than other styles of dance, but I don't, I, not that I'm an expert at all, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, you can just yell at me and I won't hear, but that's fine. Um, but I don't think that there is a really major difference in terms of difficulty between all the types of dance. Um, you know, they're all about the same thing. Uh, but, you know, I do think that sometimes from your perspective, 
a ballet dancer might think that tap is like so much harder than ballet just because they're experienced in ballet or a tango dancer might think that um i don't know uh that uh jazz is really hard or something like that just because they're used to the tango and really there isn't like um there's certain dances that are more related to each other. Like, Mom, what are some dances that are related to salsa that maybe would help you be better at salsa right away if you knew? Sure, well, there's other styles of Central Latin American dance, like cha-cha-cha and mambo and banda, uh, rumba, things like that that are certainly somewhat related. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, I was gonna say, we were talking about this uh, was, um, you were talking about a Cuban group? I, or no, that, the, um, the Red Eyes from Cuba? The Red that, Eyes. Yeah. So is, is, um, is, uh, Salsa dancing from Cuba? I don't actually know the initial origin. Sorry so just, so that, that part of it is just from there? Yeah. But you were saying that it is used all over the world, and there was a group from Japan. Oh, that's right. Um, I always found that interesting. Was it called Orquesta Magitano? Um, there's Orquesta de la Luz, maybe? There's a Japanese salsa group, and I just found that fascinating to watch and, and listen to a group of people, Japanese people in Japan, singing in, singing in Spanish. Yeah, that's great. Right. A mixing of cultures. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm just, there might be some things that I missed, but we can come back to them. I'm going to skip ahead to, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how hard is salsa dancing? Well, I'd say the basic step is probably like a 2, the very basic, but you certainly can add a lot of different moves that could make it as complex as, you know, a 9 or a 10. So in general, how hard is it for you? For me, I'd say I'm kind of around the middle, like maybe a five. Nice. I learned I learned a fair amount of moves, but I sorry to say that I've forgotten a bunch of them. And then how um on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most and one being the least, how much do you like salsa dancing, uh, in terms of like all the types yeah, of dance? I love it. I'd probably have to give it a ten. So music Great. just makes me so happy. Yeah, and then, so in terms of um, beginning salsa, how did you first get into salsa dancing, or hear about it, learn about it? I don't remember exactly, but probably I was listening to music first, mm -hmm. and being out at shows, and then watching people dance, and then I, at some point I started taking lessons. Nice. And um, uh, how long did you do salsa dancing for? Kind of off and on over a number of years, and I still dance around the living room sometimes. Yeah. Okay, so welcome back today. Uh, now we are continuing uh, my interview with my mom. Sorry, this is a really crazy episode that is just being recorded all over the place. So I'm really sorry about that. Um, but now I wanted to talk about... Um, uh, so um, do you think that salsa dancing is calming? Calming? Um, it's certainly, for me satisfying it's a good workout so it's stress relieving in terms of expending physical energy mm -hmm. um, I feel relaxed afterwards but but the music you know the music is pretty upbeat so what do you think it's like maybe not calming but you know like um, cleansing or 
Like just makes you feel good? Yep, absolutely. Okay, so do you think for people with who might be considering this, but they have a really um, big, busy work schedule, do you think that you would recommend for them to, if it, um, if they could like move around their schedule in order to fit in something like that, it would be worth it? Absolutely. Great. Um, do you want to elaborate at all? Yeah, I mean, anything um, physical is going to be a good break, especially these days when many of us are ending up sitting around working on the computer more than we used to and not even you know, getting out and walking outside very, very true. often. So it's, it's certainly going to be something that will help uh, move the body, uh, clear the mind, and leave you feeling you know, either more alert and ready to tackle another mental challenge or relaxed and ready to sleep. Perfect. And do you think that people are inter aren't interested in salsas or any other alternatives that you recommend that will have the same effect or benefit? Oh, probably any kind of workout. I actually find those 20-minute no-equipment no workouts that you can uh, Google around and find online are, are very effective. They're very good workouts in short amounts of time. So... You know, anything physical to move the whole body is going to be helpful for relieving stress. Yeah, I remember um, you were talking about uh, um, how there's so much available online these days for these classes and, and stuff. Uh, will you talk a little bit about that? Sure. It's certainly existing dance studios are offering classes online, but there's also YouTube videos and other things that you can just look around and come across. Actually, I want to mention, because this is a wonderful dance company, I think it's Alvin Ailey? I forget the last name, but it's a, it's a well-known dance group, and they are, uh, I think this is more like performances that can be viewed for free online over this season. And that's something cool. that I want to check out. So again, for that, that's more like something that would inspire me to do more movement myself. Yeah, great, definitely. Um, and you were talking about um, all the online like classes that you can take. Do you have any specific ones, references? I think I'm not aware of one in particular to recommend at this time. Do you know how people could find them? If you just look up Put in, put in keywords, salsa instruction online, Car, no equipment, cardio workout. I'm sure you'll come up with some different options. Well, great, perfect. So um, are there any like shout outs or, you know, that you want or good places in Santa Cruz around here as you were talking about that you took dance before that you want to um, talk about or that people could still go to? Are they still there? Yeah, not totally sure uh, what's available from like the days when I was taking Salsa Rueda classes, but um, certainly in Freedom, we've recently discovered the Freedom Boulevard Dance Company, and yeah, definitely. Capitola is a well-known dance I take center. dance at Freedom Boulevard Dance Company. It is in um, Freedom, California, so I... Um, it is a great it is a great studio we know the uh owner very well well not very well but she was my teacher at my school um 
so we know her, and there are all kinds of, there's classes from, like, two-year-olds up to, or preschool up to, like, adults, so, um, basically all ages and all different styles of dance. I'm not sure if they actually have salsa dancing, but there's lots of different uh, classes, and they put on little performances, and it's outside, completely safe for COVID-19 or on Zoom, so go check them out, or at, um, Freedom Boulevard Dance Company on, uh, Instagram go follow them but um yeah so um okay sorry okay did you get have a chance to do any performances when you were um, more into salsa a little bit there were a few times that a small group of us were invited to perform I think one time was at a some kind of school graduation another time might have been at some kind of meeting um, a couple of times in parades and one that I particularly remembered was a parade in San Francisco and I can't remember now if it was actually like a like a um, I forget the word for that but anyway some some really big parade I think maybe through the Mission District of San Francisco and we had a huge group of Salsa Rueda participants and it was just really fun to break into a dance in the middle of a crowded street, you know, hundreds or thousands of uh, onlookers on the side. Great, I can not imagine. Very high, not very high pressure. I, I think that one great thing about um, salsa dancing and other kinds of dance is that not too much pressure and you can sort of like note up, just put on a performance without too much um, rehearsing if someone, if you, you know what all the moves are. And in dances like ballet it's more so you can't you can improvise but you can't make like a complete like together performance um just out of nowhere it's all like choreographed usually and um so it's harder um did you ever get like nervous or have any trouble performing i was never in situations where it was that yeah, you know, I think it's formal, definitely um, different than, like, I mean, what do you think it's different being out on the streets than, like, in front of, like, a performance, like, a stage in front of a lot of people who are all focused on you? Yeah, it definitely didn't feel as, you know, as yeah. high stakes, especially in crowded conditions and people were had a lot of other things to look at. Do you think you ever made any mistakes or were there any challenges with that? I'm, I'm sure I've made mistakes, but I don't know how noticeable any of those mistakes would have yeah, been. Yeah, of course. And then, I mean, yeah, that's um, just a tip for all dancing. If you're in a performance and you make a mistake, or if you're doing anything like acting, don't go, oh, I messed up. Because mo the 99% chance is that most likely the audience thinks that that was on purpose. But if you say, dang it, man, ugh. They're going to know that you messed up. And so you don't let them know that. Maybe uh, the choreographer wanted that center person to do a spin then instead of later. Or maybe they wanted them to um, trip uh, in an acting scene, you know? So, um, you know, that is definitely important. life advice, too. And I think, particularly for girls and women, I think it's really good for us to stop apologizing all the time for everything. And in fact, mistakes are 
kind of a good sign. Mistakes mean that we're trying something maybe a little beyond our comfort zone or a little harder than what we think we really can do or we're not staying, you know, so, so, so small. Yeah, just going back here. to the performance thing. Sorry, we're in the car again. I just wanted to say, or I just wanted to add, um, for people who do get nervous and things like that, I'm one of those people. Do you have any advice for them? Always helps to take a big breath, you know, maybe a few times. You're saying laugh. It helps to laugh. It helps to role play. You know, practice whatever it is that you're doing with somebody else ahead of time, and maybe you know, on purpose, like do everything wrong and just kind of laugh about it. And that way, you kind of get you it out of your like, system. You're saying like just tell them everything that might go wrong. Yeah, tell them everything that might go wrong. Do it all wrong. You know, pretend you're going to do a dance and just you know, just flop around and kind of laugh about it. And that, that actually helps things to go well yeah. when you actually well, have the performance. Mom, this has been great uh, talk, speaking with you. Do you have any last advice or anything else for live salsa dancing or just any, uh, what we've been talking about the whole podcast? Oh, it's just really fun to talk about this because, again, um, the music and the dance is something that, you know, some of the moments when I have felt the very happiest I think have been when I've been dancing and listening to this music. And so I just yeah. encourage people to check it out. There's so many incredible artists and, and there's also so many other kinds of music. You know, find what you love and Yeah, you music. just brought me to what I was gonna say. I might you guys might hear this twice in this podcast because I'm not sure if I deleted this part earlier, but definitely um find try to find um like you might listen to that one Solace song I was playing earlier and I'm gonna play soon and not like it but try listening to the whole thing or listen to different ones because that is there's like there's a whole range and I, don't, I probably don't even know because I don't even know Salsa that well so there's probably a bigger range that I think than I think um of music I mean it's all a similar style but there's so many different uh, songs so don't don't judge a book by its cover as they say or by the first page I'm uh putting that because that's like music but also salsa dancing may not be for you I recommend that you find the thing as my mom was saying there's other alternatives if it's just workouts the thing that can um, help you stay active and feel good um, about yourself during this time so yeah thank you so much once again uh, for being here mom great to be here yeah and I'll just play uh, uh, thank you so much mom once again for being on the podcast you're so welcome great to be here and now I will just play uh, you guys, you all, um, a tiny little bit more of the music that I was playing at the beginning to, so that you guys can get a feel for it and see if you um, like it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Collages of Cleverness. We appreciate you tuning in. Don't miss next week's podcast. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.